Hello and welcome to another episode of the Crazy Waffle Podcast. This is a great episode of the of the show. We really go deep into the coronavirus uh, and how it's going to affect the design community, design industry. Um, I hope you enjoy. It. I hope it's really helpful for you as well because it's becoming a really increasing um, scary thing in the UK. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're all a bit worried about it over here now. Um, it's already in your country probably as well, wherever you're listening around the world. If, if it is, leave a comment down below. Um, what are you doing to deal with it as a creative? Uh, are you preparing anything? Are you um, self-isolating yet? Uh, let me know uh, down below in the comments. If you're on YouTube, um, if you're on Spotify or, or the audio platforms, um, message in via Instagram at Creative Waffle for, for a share around um, and chat about it. So it'd be good yeah, to get a conversation going around it. Um, I hope you enjoy the show. If you do, please like it, uh, subscribe on YouTube and share around on social media as always. Thank you very much. And I'll uh, see you at the end of the show. Welcome to the podcast. This is it. Welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Andy Hall. Uh, third appearance, second appearance, third appearance. Um, maybe even fourth second. if you include the live show. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe third. I think the other one was on the football creative one, mm. back back kits. Kits, kit, so kits. Four, yeah. Uh, the kit MLS kit podcast has been postponed due to the coronavirus. Just like um, all the leagues. Just like all the leagues, yeah. Uh, what are you doing these days with uh, all the football cancelled? Anything, anything going Me, on? Me, um, I'm watching loads of telly and sitting around, um, just drawing on the iPad and um, catch up some bits in there, tidying. My wife's had me tidying because we've been out. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, just catching up on TV series and stuff, um, watching Netflix. We're waiting for Disney Plus to come out, so I can watch Disney Plus as well, which is not next week, the week after. Ah. Uh. Uh, we'll be we'll be locked down by then. We'll be at home. Yeah, yeah. See, I do. They released Frozen um, Frozen Two early as well, so my daughter will be well happy. So nice, nice. When you say your daughter's gonna be happy, you'll be happy. Is that what you're trying I'll to say? I'll be happy. Yeah. Frozen Two is alright. I thought it was a good film. I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen the first one. Too fair. Um, oh, I'll have to give it a song. watch. Yeah, I've heard the songs and uh, it put me off. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's it's well animated. But yeah, that's released early, so that'll be good. I've watched all the Mandalorian, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but plenty more on that Disney Plus channel to watch. Plenty. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, yeah. So if no one's, if, if if people are listening that haven't heard the news, coronavirus is sweeping the nation and the world. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's just going to run over a few things that's happening. Uh, countries are on lockdown. Can't go outside unless you've got a dog in Italy. Uh, that was interesting. Is, is, that, is, that, is that it? You can't go out unless you've got a dog? Yeah, he's got a pet to walk. Yeah. How oh, Christ. That? That's insane. Yeah. Um, That's... I see that, um, the, I think, I oh, waited to read earlier, I think Germany is closing the borders to Switzerland and France today or tomorrow. Wow. Um, it's like complete, lock, everyone's just getting really insular and just locking themselves into their own countries. Yeah. Which is, un- which is understandable. Which, yeah, it's, it's, On a scale of 1 to 10, how scared are you right now? Me, I don't know. Um, I've got elderly in-laws and parents, or parent. Um, so my concern is more for them than mm. myself. Uh, so it's, I don't know. One to ten, probably about say about seven. Yeah. But my, but that's mainly for like, the fact that I have elderly parents and stuff. So yeah, I think so. I think that I'm more worried about them as well because uh, I mean last last week before anything really kicked off in the football scene 
um, mm. in England, I was really starting. I was I, I was okay, really. I was like sort of a four, maybe a four, because I think, you know, okay, I might come over here, but we're in Ireland, we'll be okay. Um, and then, and then obviously, Arteta got it, the you know the place where I work. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I messed you. I said like, honest. Yeah, yeah. Then, so that, that kind of brings it home a little bit because the kind of it's not in your in your work workplace, but it's something attached to your workplace. Exactly. That you know what it's about. So it's like, well, Christ, brings it home a little bit. Yeah. So we're all working from home next week. Um, but a safe bet. And uh, all the football's cancelled until April, which is a bit sad. To be uh, fair, I think it might go beyond that. To be honest, yeah, like they're saying will. that this this is going to peak at around May. I don't see it. At, carrying on i see the chart i reckon the euros probably get cancelled yeah um, i've had lots of contradictory debates about it but i think looking at euros will probably be ditched pan till next year mm -hmm. um and although to a lot of man united supporters like happiness that, that the liverpool the league might be defunct and liverpool might not win their title which would be horrible but yeah but uh but yeah, there's, they're talking about that tomorrow, aren't they? They're having a meeting tomorrow, I think it is, or during the week to discuss that. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, obviously, uh, I've been talking about football already, but I was going to try to keep it to a general design podcast. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. yeah, design uh, thing, yeah. My bad. I should have mentioned that at the start. That's all right. That's <laughs> um, yeah, as much as we love, yeah, we're obviously big football fans. You've got an amazing football shirt on, uh, Newcastle. Lovely, lovely, cool shirt for the video listeners and video watchers. Um, but yeah, uh, so all the sports cancelled. Uh, everything's going on. Ireland, uh, it's on lockdown, is it? Is Ireland? That's our, our is closest. Ireland lockdown? I'm gonna, it's I'm pretty, gonna like, all the schools are closed there. Um, I think. Yeah, next well, week... that's what we're waiting for here. My wife's a teacher, so um, it, it's quite crazy to, um, like, I can't say what she thinks because it's not appropriate, but I kind of <laughs> feel they should have closed the school. Like, my daughter's at school and stuff. Like, I think they should close it down. As I was saying about my in-laws, we've got elderly in-laws and they look after my daughter after school. Mm -hmm. But we're having to change our plans for childcare for the next however long because we don't want any chance of our, our elderly parents getting it. So we have to yeah. like, right, we're going to have to come pick her up and stuff. So it kind of it impacts everywhere. Exactly, yeah. And even on a, yeah on that sort of level, it's day-to-day um, -day plans are getting, are getting ruined and changed because because uh, we don't know what we're doing. You know, if the government said, "Look, let's just stop now. Everyone get, everyone lock themselves away like Italy," then we sort of know what we're doing. We sort of know a little, at least a little bit more security in the fact that we're not doing anything. Um, and we've yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's like that article I sent you earlier, but it shows the yeah. the moderate the moderate um, social distancing model would work better um, than it and than it would if they did it any other way and so a lot of people are saying that we as a country we should be doing this but actually if you look at it they're kind of just trying to buy their time a little bit to say actually let's do it now which should have a lesser impact going forward um but if anyone's interested the, the link i mentioned to mark is from uh, um, an article by the washington post about them um, how social distancing how they can contain it and contain the virus and stuff yeah, they've got some really cool graphs on that. Um, on that. Yeah, they're well animated, aren't they? They're really yeah. interesting to watch. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. all based off maths as well. So it's like just like work off maths and pinging around, but it's quite interesting to watch. Yeah, so it sort of shows. Uh, I'll link it down in the description, but it sort of shows um, how the, how different ways of containing the virus would be for lot short term and long term effects, and, and it's got like a nice graph on each one as well. Um, but yeah, so so what what did you sort of get away from that that article you said about the moderate? Well, I think I think the way I was talking to my wife about this earlier, it looks like because she found it, so we're discussing it. Um, it looks like 
that the moderate distancing, social distancing is the best model because it um, you don't because there, there's another graph in that where it shows where the NHS that the line where the NHS should be able to deal with it is a um, I can't remember what that graph was but uh, if you see that graph if we continue kind of how we are it gets to the line that the NHS will have difficulty and it passes that line and comes down and is where that social distancing model if we did that it would just kind of touch that line and then tail off and then it would start to because like China and um, they're starting to have decreasing cases now that's been about 15 weeks and they're saying it's going to run like 15 weeks mm. um, I'm also very conscious of China as well because they've they've they're a different country to England. They're not yeah. the UK. They've done um, really amazing measures to, to, to really slow it down. And obviously that's where it started. So it's going to, uh, it's obviously a lot bigger impact at the moment. But then but the fact that, they, they, that everyone's locked in and they're really taking it seriously, they, they are sort of balls to the wall country, aren't they? They're, yeah, they're yeah. spraying down pavements, they're spraying down buildings. And we wouldn't do any of that. It'd be too much, too much money. I think, I think we would end up doing that too little, too late. If right. that makes sense. Right. I think even even within London, though everywhere, every big city in the country really should be doing it. Um, yeah, I know at my wife's school they literally clean the door handles every every twenty minutes. Wow! So it disinfects all the door handles in the whole in the whole school in Twitter, like every twenty minutes. It's great. It's insane. That's but that's crazy. just that's just like one measure, isn't it? Like you can only do that so much. Like the saying, people using the anti back stuff in their hands that only does so much. Mm. Actually, washing your hands soap more is more effective than doing that. Yeah, well, I've heard that it's mainly through breathing as well. This virus, it's mainly through uh, through the air. I think um, coughing, yeah, coughing and sneezing and stuff, yeah, the particles and things. So obviously, to, to washing your hands is, is great, but if it's yeah. through the air, then <laughs> well, that's it. And then touching your face and things, it's, it's all a bit crazy. Um, but yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it kind of is what it is. <laughs> yeah. There's not much you can really you, like. At some point, they're saying that everyone's going to get it at some point, and is there an argument to say? of herd immunity is it worth everyone getting it so everyone creates an immunity to it and then like over time that benefits everyone because everyone's had it got immunity to it and so forth yeah um, exactly but yeah. Not, not for people of a certain age group yeah <laughs> and that's, that is the concern yeah that is the concern um so i mean across the world as well if you think about the financial issues that everyone's having obviously thousands of flights are cancelled football leagues oh, yeah, and sports yeah. leagues are postponed um, like fly be already of um gone into well, administration didn't they? Well, yeah 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 because of on the back of this yeah as well which is crazy right and yeah. how it's going to affect small businesses which also ties back around to freelancers and design yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. good look um and we'll get onto that i've got about three pages of notes here <laughs> but um but yeah so you, yeah financial businesses are the losses and on the you've obviously seen the stock market crash a little bit um or quite a big bit um potential recessions people are talking about as well uh, you've got national emergency in the US of A uh, now. Donald Trump has declared it. Uh, that's obviously going to tank the uh, stock market a bit more. Yeah. Um, social distancing worldwide, like we already said, and likely to spread for months. So it's going to be continuing yeah. to spread for... Yeah, it's going to be like they're saying about like said, 15 weeks and they assume that potentially it's going to carry on for... Yeah, that's... Um, yeah, maybe, that's lots of, maybe lots of working from home. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, what does this mean for for the general uh, people, general uh, normal people, everyday people? Uh, anything that you're going to be planning to do? Anything that you think will happen to the normal person? Um, I don't know. It's it's, it's um, 
from day to day, like obviously I'm like I'm back at work tomorrow. We haven't shut down or anything at the moment. And um, although although it's a so university, it's not or the university. It's not a um, brick and mortar campus, so we're not having got students around everywhere. So it's not too bad. Um, but it's just a matter of you. It was, it was interesting. You can't. I was reading something the other day is where like you can account for your own cleanliness and how you deal with stuff, but you can't account for everyone else's. Yeah, and it, that's the impact is like, do you stay away from people? Do you, <laughs> if, there's, if there's someone about, do you like literally walk the other side of the road to avoid passing them in case they've got a cold? And so it's kind of you might end up with situations like that. Um, with people, it was already that incident in London, isn't there? With that that you know, that young uh, um, Chinese lad that got beaten up just because he was Chinese, even though I think he was he was, he was over as a student. But wow a group of lads that sat on him saying we don't want your virus but it's not these viruses it's a worldwide thing he didn't bring it here did he jesus and I hear about things that. like that it's like does that in itself like the the impacts of that that our people could start going to use this as a motivational tool to be racist towards other people it is it's, it's socially impacts in so many dynamics just because of this one thing yeah we've had there's been a few um started off a couple of months ago a few jokes on social media and then it's gotten a bit more serious and now people are taking it more seriously and you know, you're pretty bit insensitive now to make a few jokes and yeah Deli Ali got in trouble Deli Ali got in trouble didn't he um, yeah. for making a post um there was a what, there was another one I seen recently one meme I did one meme I did see that was relatively funny was a fridge and it had the corona bottle in the corner yeah and all the all the other beers on the other side with masks on which I thought that was like a couple of weeks ago, but that was quite funny. But then kind of looking at it now, it's actually like, it's, a, it's getting a bit serious. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I've yeah. seen less and less of that now, actually, because it's a bit serious. Yeah, exactly. There's less, less memes about it. Um, and the Corona, the beer company that like we mentioned, uh, they are shitting it. Um, they've got they've got not people not buying the beer. Um, they've got less sales. Um, yeah. And which, is, I, which is crazy to think, isn't it? Because just from a name relation, that it's, their business is getting hit hugely because it, of that they, they've called this a coronavirus it shows how dumb people are that's what it does yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think it, uh, it shows you know, the idiocy of the hot the idiocy of the the fact that it's got the similar name that we can't drink it because it's got it it's not the case is it it's just beer exactly and it's not even it's not like they, yeah it's not even an asian beer i know yeah <laughs> so it's even crazier i mean it's not like they started it they, they because of it it was it's not like um yeah, I was going to reference a film, but, but it's not like they've started it and started this whole virus and then their business is like the blame for everyone getting it. It's just, it's yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, well, I, I think, yeah, I think obviously next week people working from home more. Um, obviously, I'm working from home. I think a lot of other businesses will say, all right, it's time to go now. See you later. <laughs> we'll work yeah. from home. Um, but the thing is, the way with media, like, like we're talking now via Zoom, like at work, we use, um, Microsoft Teams, I think, yeah, and, we do as well, yeah. and other things as well. So we're, we're still able to communicate mm. and still like I, I could work at home every day no problem because i can still chat talk to everyone i need to talk to via all these different channels that we can use obviously if that infrastructure fell apart then there's a bit of an issue but i can still communicate with the people i need to communicate to get the work that i need to get done done so yeah like do i do i need to be at work yeah, well not really because i can and i i, like, I work at home and you've worked at home previously before because you used to work stuff yeah I know some people don't find it very efficient. I'm quite efficient when I work at home because I have another room I go into and I shut myself away. I'm working and then I come out and I'm not working. Mm. So I have a way of shutting that off. But some people don't. I know a guy I work with says that he hates working at home because he just gets distracted. 
Uh, I think uh, this is going to be the challenge for me. I think um, when I used to work from home as a freelancer, it was I did get distracted quite a lot. Um, and this time now, I've actually got work to do for a serious company. I think I'll be okay. I think I'm yeah. going to get there. It's, it's a matter it. of being efficient with you. I was saying this to someone um, the other day that they have they've been told they have to work at home. And they're coming around to set up all this all the stuff for them. And I said, what you want to do is in um like literally go out in the morning. I said I said to her, how long does it take to walk to work? She said about forty minutes. I said, all right, we'll go out walk for 40 minutes go and walk for 40 minutes then as soon as you come back in the door cup of tea sit down you're working because uh, you've been yeah. out and coming to a place rather than just get up run out of bed straight into what you're doing and straight up again you've kind of gone out come back and now you're working and you get in a work frame of mind and then then when you get to lunch time take a break and do it that way as well that's good yeah yeah well, you can't kind of, out, yeah you kind of it kind of helps with like trying to it's, 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 you have to mimic your work day what's hmm. similar to your work day normally but you're in a different environment but you have to kind of make it as similar as, as similar as possible to be able to do it function correctly yeah yeah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense actually that's, that's a really good way of doing it but um and you get a bit of exercise by walking as well unless you can't go out though that's the only issue if it's, if yeah that is it yeah that is if you can't go out but <laughs> get go, and play, play, go and play playstation for an hour before you get bored then get off it and <laughs> exactly um yeah, I mean, think about the not going, not going out. Um, great TV program, but no, uh, the not going out will be an issue for for local businesses. Um, but then we're obviously going to see a bit of a rise in in deliveries as well. I mean, what are the delivery drivers going to going to be doing? Well, that's um, that's another thing. I had stuff to do from Amazon this week, and it was yeah. kind of like actually occurred to me. Well, I had some other delivery, but a guy delivered some stuff to me, and I had to sign on his machine with my finger and whatever. And I was like, I need to go and disinfect my hands. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, how are they, they going to be wearing like sanitary gloves when they're delivering parcels? Because obviously, them parcels being passed from one person to another person to another person. Like, you, you can't account for what germs are coming into your property or into your business like, because of people handling all this stuff. It's like, do you disinfect the parcel before you open it? Yeah, do you disinfect hands afterwards? What about the products inside that? People have handled that. Like, how it's, it's a bit, it's, it opens up all these other like um, rabbit holes of thought that you're like, well, what if they, what if that touch person touched this and this person it ends up getting crazy, drives yeah. yourself insane. I mean, if you're a germaphobe, if you're a germaphobe, you're, you're having a real bad time at the moment. Um, oh, yeah. All that stuff. Well, people with just general anxiety about these kind of things. Um, yeah. Uh, we know a friend who's having real big problems at the moment. Every, every day is, is, uh, the first thing on on the chat group is like news articles about it and wow. like i can't i can't deal with it i'm i can't and they're like we can't we can't deal with this we've got to like we're going to get it i'm going to die and it's like you can't i know it's easy to say that from a position of, sort of someone who gets anxious like that but if you get anxious like that you're going to make yourself ill mm. by being that anxious because you're so stressed wor yeah. wor worrying yourself being ill is what i mean it's crazy but yeah well, it's the best time to be a delivery driver. Um, obviously. Oh, yeah, you're going to be totally busy. Like, trying to get a delivery stop for Tesco's, it's like the end of the next week. Yeah. It's, like, it's insane. I mean, and even then, Tesco's are running out of food. <laughs> Do you think they'll just close supermarkets and then just only have home deliveries? Uh, possibly. I don't know if the instructors there to be able to deal with that with mm. everyone. Like, I live in Milton Keynes. It's not it's a relatively big town. We're not a city, technically, we're a town, but it's still a relatively big place. I'm not sure. Although we have four Tesco's, big Tesco's in Milton Keynes. I'm sure they could potentially deal with at least half of the city. And then you've got a lot of Waitrose and so forth as well. Or the town. It's it's hard to understand if they have the instructor to be able to deal with every person. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be um, difficult. But we have found like uh, if you go out and play in Milton Keynes, there are, it's, not, it's not very busy. 
a lot of places. Yeah. I even contemplated going to the cinema today. Wow. Because <laughs> I, I want to go, there's a film I want to see, and it's like, shall I go? Oh, I don't know, maybe I might stay at home and just uh, not risk it. Yeah. Or go wear, wear, wear gloves. <laughs> go. I've got some masks as well, so I might put masks on just to, <laughs> just to really scare people. But, um, but I thought that would be taken. Yeah, it'd be taken. Well, yeah, my, um, my son's a firefighter. I think he can get his gas tight suit. He's like, no, I can't. But he goes, I've got one, though. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's things like when like they were saying about masks, people wearing masks, like it's pointless because mm. the mask isn't going to stop the germ getting into you. It's yeah, the like surgical masks, yeah. in your face or in your air. It's like it's only really beneficial if you're looking after someone or you've got a cough yourself, but you don't want to cough on other people or sneeze, so forth. So it's kind of like we've got some just in case, but we're not wearing them. Someone gets ill, or grandparents get ill, then we can put them on. Yeah, I mean, when I was in London last week, they saw only about two people roughly on every tube train I went on wearing the mask. I did not see anyone with bottles, like plastic bottles on their heads and stuff like that. I've seen those photos. (laughs) No, I haven't. Uh, there was some. There was some. We was in London for a conference a couple of weeks back, and there was a guy at Milton Keynes Station that had a full gas mask on, like World War Two gas mask on. That's it. Yeah, I was like, hang on, mate, it's a bit too early for that. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing like, now, though, isn't he? No, no, it's not, it's not like we're in a walking dead situation at the moment, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I bet Amazon and like local delivery, local takeaways, Uber Eats, uh, d- delivery, they'll probably But that's the other thing, like, like, take, like, takeaways, like, you've got people handling your food, like, can you guarantee them people are sanitising correctly? Yeah. How, and handling your food at the same time, it's, it's like, fair can point. you, can can you count on that? Like, um, there's, again, this is rabbit holes of questions. It's like, can you? My daughter said to me the other day, "Oh, can I have a happy meal?" And I was like, "No, because I can't guarantee those people in McDonald's or they or McDonald's have stringent hygiene rules. I can't. You can't guarantee that someone's there that isn't ill. That handling your food or handling the box or handling your drink. Like, again, as I said, you can't. You can account for your own cleanliness. You can't account for everyone else's. Yeah. So it opens up all these questions again. So, sorry, I'm going. No, no, no. That's really that's, that's a good point. I mean, it, it, if you it's like going to a Starbucks, yeah. for example, as well. Same things. Like the person handing you the cup, like can you guarantee that they haven't got germ in their hands, or they haven't got a cold, or say the virus, for example, and they're passing you a drink, which then you're going to take, and then you're going to. A lot of them times as well when they put the lids on the lids on the, the drinks that they put their hands over the whole lid or like around a bit you're drinking. It's like, can you guarantee? So it's, again, it's this, it's an anxious rabbit hole that you can open up for yourself that you could proper fall down yeah, and be panicking about just because of these things that you don't really think about day to day because you don't expect to think about them. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that, that makes you like, really worry to think about this and everyone that's hand, everyone you come in contact with, everyone's handing your food because there's only a certain amount of time you can stay inside in your own house. Yeah, with the food you've yeah. got because you'll run out <laughs> yeah but that's it it's like you get the people stockpiling it's like it's a bit early for that now but you're getting people being ridiculous it's like um i read reading articles yesterday i think it was or today yesterday or today um saying that like stockpile slowly like just do your normal shop but just mm. have a couple of bits that you know you're buying to put away just in case um so i went out yesterday and like bought some noodles and things just in like they're a lot more like right i'm gonna buy another shop but i'm gonna buy a couple of packs of noodles just in case because i know they last for a while and we can eat them and dry noodles and stuff and we can eat it if we need them just just in case we've got backup like mm-hmm. if it does get to that and we can't leave the house we have food in there did you buy any extra toilet roll 
No, we did that weeks ago. <laughs> and we weren't those kind of people. We didn't go buy like 20 packs. I saw a photo of someone today buying like 40 packs of toilet rolls with like 16 pa- 40, 40, 16 packs. It's like, yeah, that's a bit extreme. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, had, I had an interesting case yesterday in Canada where um, a, f- a, f- a couple went to the local Costco, bought all the sanitizer stuff out of there and then went around and bought sanitizing stuff from all other places and put it on Amazon and sold it for a up price on Amazon. Then Amazon shut them down and realized what they were doing. Yeah. And shut them down and stuff. And they made nearly $70,000 selling all this stuff. Yeah, all the sanitizing stuff. Like you're getting the opportunists that are taking, taking advantage of people's anxiousness your morals and concern how bad have your morals got to be to do that yeah and if, if everything falls apart money's going to be worthless anyway yeah i mean toilet paper <laughs> so, will be the currency although i have uh, sent a lot of invoices in this week or it goes all pear-shaped um uh, we've actually got uh, a, a listener uh, not a listener sort of like a call-in part of this podcast if you didn't know oh, cool. um matt roth the uh, the design illustrator uh, oh, yes, sent me a message to to read out on the podcast about how how he thinks designers and creatives should uh, get prepared for for the uh, coronavirus outbreak and the UK lockdown that's going to come. Um, how is how is already being affected by it? So I'm just going to play it into the microphone and hope this works. Hey Mark, hope you don't mind me doing it as a voice note instead. Um, it's probably easier for me to kind of voice it that way. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to affect the industry and I definitely think it's going to affect a lot of the ways in which we have to adapt to it as well in terms of how we work. So obviously I imagine people that have got in-house roles will be working from home, but for us lot that work from home anyway, our jobs are going to obviously progressively be slowed down by the fact that people that are working not working in the offices have got to be careful with budgets now will not be outsourcing freelancers as much i think that this is going to be a big issue uh so the plan for me at the moment is to keep just making work and content i'm doing a lot of online content at the moment uh to cheer people up uh and also to boost my kind of um really to kind of boost my kind of like exposure online because i think at the moment that's what people are looking for they're looking for escapism they're looking for things to you know to watch and to tune into and i think that we can really kind of use that as a good platform um oh, next one. <laughs> i know that we can't really earn shit ton of money um <laughs> But I think that if it goes from one extreme where there's not much work coming in, I think the only thing we can do is turn to community work, uh, create online spaces and, and, and forums to discuss and chat about these things. I've seen a few people wanting to create creative hubs because a lot of their work has been dried up because they do event work for, for the creative industries as well. Um, so I saw that suggested the other day. I think also it might even go the other way. It might be that because if people have got more time at home and are having to do lots of more online content, they might need more online people to help out and boost that um it might not be down just solely to the team that are in the offices so i think it could go one of two ways it could be something where it could really really do damage and damage that could be repaired but not for a long period of time or it could be that we just create another solution and a technique around it where we can still do what we do but it shifts the way our work is used that's kind of where i'm at at the moment in terms of my mind of what it might do for the creative industry, I think it could either go one or the other. And the way I'm trying to prepare for it is really um, stop looking for work in terms of like reaching out because I don't think it's going to be there and actually just think about, right, how can I make money? How can I make the most of the situation? And a lot of it is now turning to community projects and working with other creatives. Yeah, so there you go. That's uh, Matt Ross. Yes. We're sorting it out. Interesting questions. 
Yeah. yeah, I tend to I tend to agree. Um, I've seen a lot of people online recently that have had jobs pulled and projects pulled because, like some sports guys mainly, but have had projects pulled because obviously Premier League shut down, like every yep. sport event shut down at the moment, and so things that they were working on preparing for have all been completely have been uh, pulled out um, from underneath them. So it's like they raise questions: Are they going to get paid for what they've done? Are the companies able to pay them for like if they finish the project or halfway through, they're going to pay them? Um, is is that then going to cause not going to affect, like you and I? We work day jobs, so we kind of we're, we're in a good position because we've got a paycheck coming in. But those freelancers, they rely on that money. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's getting pulled, it's it's kind of like how you're going to make that up. But they've got mortgages, got children, they've got things to pay for. Um, and it's almost it's be it's. Like I've been, I've seen, I've been through two sessions, but when I, as I started, there was one recession um, and a lot of outsourcing and illustration and stuff wasn't being um, looked for unless you were very high up in the echelons of illustration. So it wasn't being looked at because people couldn't afford it. So they're relying on the house teams to do work and content. Um, but that was, that's a long time ago. And then like obviously the second recession, the same kind of thing again, people kind of, get a little bit insular and go right, right we can't pull money we can't send money outwards it's got to be inside we've got to be spending wisely and i think that's happened very quickly off the back of sport like i said sporting events being cancelled and things being cancelled and so usually you have that gradual decline into a recession then you hit you hit the peak of that and then it kind of tails off towards the end once things start to settle but we've had that very quickly it's been like oh this has happened right nothing everything's cancelled not paying people money and it's kind of like okay, um, we're not outsourcing the work. So again, it's like right, well, that's a big, that's too quick, too soon, almost. We haven't got that steady decline into it, and I think that's mm. where a lot of people I've seen online have str- struggled. Um, and I've seen people posting um, about them not losing work and stuff. Sorry, what was your thoughts on that, Mark? Yeah, no, exactly, and. Uh... And as, yeah, you've probably seen uh, sports illustrators, and obviously that's the community we're mainly in, and we talk yeah. to a lot of sports creatives. Um, and like Matt said, it's, people aren't going to be, they're not going to be going outwards, they're not going to be uh, talk, you know, getting uh, people to, to do their work for them. And I don't know, it'd be interesting to see how the likes of uh, Bleacher Report, BT Sport, and Copper 90, and those guys sort of do that work because they do a lot of outreach stuff, um, and they probably do have all in, internal designers, but. I guess with the, that's a good point because I guess with with all the sporting events cancelled, they won't need to create anything else. And yeah, it's like what content here and there. Yeah, it's like what content are they going to be creating? Because at the moment, there's one within sports. There's one storyline essentially, and it's mm. this. And so it's only so often you can create so much around what's going on currently. Um, obviously, you have other stories this week about the Premier League meeting about what they're going to do for the rest of the season. The season's going to stop. Um, it's like with the NHL, the NHL pretty much shut their whole season down until the playoffs, which usually happen in April, but they might not even happen. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's like what, what these, these outlets are generated through content, news content within sports. But if there isn't any news content within the sports because it's all been shut down, there's only, again, there's only one story. What content are you creating? You ain't going to need so much. Yeah. Um, and do, do you think one thing uh, Dave Will said to me, I think Matt mentioned it a little bit is what, uh, people might be obviously the rising increase of social media use as well. People are at home; they're going to be on social media yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that happen more. Yeah, so already. Yeah. Um, and, sorry, go on, carry on. Yeah, and people uh, in China. That's been a report from China as well. There's been a larger increase in social media, obviously. Um, 
how do you think that's going to affect uh, our jobs or and freelancers' jobs and creatives' jobs? Um, I don't know. Like I said, I've seen a lot more a lot more people posting work. Like um, I think I was talking to someone about um, this the other day, and I said maybe it's a scenario where everyone takes this time because obviously the work there's, there's much work. It's, it's time to learn skills like new skills within what what we do. When you like when you haven't got the time to normally do it at the moment, you've probably got the time to do it. So try and fill those gaps with posting content, trying new stuff, trying new things like doing new maybe logos you've done the sketchbook phrases, making those, putting them out into the world. Trying to maybe because again, it depends how you get a lot of um, guys that sell sell stuff online and through their stores and things and prints and things like that. It's like, they're also going to be effects as well because people are going to be a bit cautious of what they're spending. Mm-hmm. Um, like money-wise, just general public. So do you make content to put that out there so when things do pick up, there's more there to sell so that you can get a bit more uptake once things settle down. Um, but just generating more content, like just lots of more content and trying new things and getting things out there, try things that you wouldn't generally try, see how they work, see if people like them. But so it could help, but be helpful as a development process as well. So um, I think what Matt was saying about like he even posting more work, I think it's going to be similar for a lot of people. Mm. Um, and I think it's probably, but like, again, to make people, to keep people happy and to, to kind of distract them from the, all the, the, the stuff that's going on in the news. And the news cycles that are kind of fear mongering to a degree a little bit about certain things and actually have content out there that's just going to make you smile and be like, oh, I really like that. And just it's a way for people to escape a little bit and kind of avoid the, the hideousness that's happening at the moment. Yeah, I think, I think like you say, we see a lot more of that in the creative world. But then my, my worry is uh, there's, there's great doing that. And I've learned from experience, there's not. I've never, I haven't really made any money out of that. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. It's something. Oh, you got that. This is a day you need money to live, unfortunately. And um, it makes what make the world. Well, <laughs> currently, what makes the world go round? Um, yeah. If we turn into an apocalyptic situation, maybe not. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 it's, it's crazy one because there's only so obviously to a degree there's only so much that you can do as well, like keep putting stuff out and creating a better following but then like maybe like matt was saying like collab with other designers that are in a similar situation create some like niche projects between yourselves that you can try and create stuff in the cell um and maybe try and do that a bit more of an outreach and create like social hubs of designers online through like things like slack and that so you can all talk to each other a bit more and find out how the situations is maybe help people Sorry, my chair's just been. Yeah. Um, help people and things like that, and create more of a. Maybe this is a way for the design community to be um, not friendly, but group a bit more together and be like, even though we are, the community is good anyway, but maybe actually creates like Slack channels and social spaces for people to talk more. Yeah, online, but not in person, though, because you can't do it in person. Not, yeah, well, we can't do it in person because <laughs> you can't, can't shake hands. You have to fist bump or elbow people, do you know what I mean? Um, but. Uh, well, the other one I heard the other day, you have to be a metre away from everyone. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe it's a way to create more dynamic social groups and designers to talk to each other and things as well. It's like I'm on, um, I'm on a plug to Makers of Sport podcast and Slack channel. Nice. Um, I'm on the Makers of Sport Slack, check, called Slack group. And obviously, a lot of them guys are in the States and Canada. So there's been a lot of talk about how they're dealing with things. And a lot of them are freelancers as well. So 
all work for themselves. So it's interesting to see how they're dealing with issues their side as well, and how, like, and obviously sh sharing how things are going here as well, and seeing what going back and forth. But they're still sharing work and things on there, so you kind of there's there, you can talk about that, but you can also go to other sections of that, talk about other things and uniforms and logos and branding. Distract yourself from all the other stuff that's going on. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm just so scared for for a lot of freelancers um, not yeah, being able to yeah, make money, too, yeah. and it's 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 a it's a worrying thing right now. But um, yeah, I mean maybe I don't know, maybe looking for opportunities in social media. Um, maybe you can. Could, I know Matt said he's not doing much outreach because he's. I know you're probably right in saying that a lot of people won't be paying outsourcing like they're doing recessions and might even see a recession as well after this. Who knows? Yeah, um, yeah. But I say you don't. You, you, we have no clue what's going to come out in the back end of this. It's like um. Uh, sorry, I was going to something. It's like um, even create YouTube channels and tutorials and things because that can generate uptake and uh, sponsorships mm. through certain things. So you can generate maybe small. I don't know how frequent actually generate cash, but there's obviously ways of kind of generating revenue through advertisement through that kind of stuff as well. That's a really good point. Actually, looking at on online revenue sources. So um, for designers specifically, you can create <laughs> graphics packs and, and stuff like that um, to sell on marketplaces. Uh, yeah. Or, or like pre-made logos, or there's, there's quite a few um, sort of passive income things. Yeah, well that's font, font, so I know some guys who do font design work and they sell them on yeah. Creative Market, their own sites, things like that. Like, like I said, passive income um, and things like that. It's uh, it's interesting. I had a thought then, but I can't remember what it was. Um, but it's yeah, there are other ways of trying to maybe trying to generate generate revenue for yourself. But again, it's not going to be like getting X amount of money for working on. This this project or this illustration, this logo project. I mean, it's is is worrying. That's it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just bringing misery. You just well, uh, <laughs> make make it all more miserable for you, or something. Well, uh, you think about them all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I hope everyone. Uh, I hope everyone gets gets around this somehow. Um, and but like, but like, even with the last recessions and things like that, it's a matter of staying positive. Um, you you've got to kind of. Like like Matt said, like he's going to keep trying to do stuff, and other people are going to keep trying to do stuff. Just you have you have to stay positive. You can't become very interested with, with this situation because, especially as creatives, like if a lot of the guys I assume like me, I do stuff every day because it's just what I do. I mean, I have to mm. do stuff every day. I can't sit still and not create something. But um, and it's a matter of like just keep doing that, and sooner or later it will all. I know it sounds silly but it'll sort itself out sooner or later and that's what we've got to hope that happens and then like you said it might might tell us get a recession or hit a recession tail in this but that we know from experience that will that upturn will change at some point as well so it not the key to what i was going to say is just try and stay positive about it and keep doing stuff and keep on top of what's happening but don't let your anxiety about it ruin mm like being creative or start thinking about finding another job or doing this and doing that like you've got to kind of stick with it a bit yeah that's, that's good advice i think um uh what was i gonna say i've gone off my point as well now <laughs> uh anyway i'll say this so with with the recession stuff um i did a podcast a couple of years ago now and talked to armin vit the uh founder of um uh creative uh under consideration the brand new yeah. blog yeah, and he he said um, once the 2009 recession hit, he, he was fully prepared for it because he'd, he'd already done the other one and he's already sort of seen the, the uh, lead up to it and he was really on it 
with that because he had an event he was running around the time and he wanted to be ready for it. Um, so yeah, he, he yeah, so he gives some really good advice on how to prepare for a recession. So I'll, I'll link that podcast below or, or insert a clip here now, uh, and we'll see what he said. Cause I can't remember, but uh, <laughs> it, it was great advice. I remember that. I remember it being really good advice. So I'll yeah. send that there. Um, yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> Yeah, it's just it is about like you're right, but you say it is a matter of being prepared and like knowing that potentially that is what's going to happen after this settles down if, if it settles down at the moment. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it will, but uh, it, yeah, it's a matter of being prepared. Like, you need to, he, you, you kind of sounds weird. You always need to be prepared in every situation. Um, like the scouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the yeah totally. you, you need you need a zombie disaster plan is what you need. <laughs> um to a degree or a coronavirus disaster plan um just think of all the things that could go wrong and how you, what, what the ask yourself a question right if this happens what can we do to make sure that we can get through this if this happens what can we get do to get through this mm-hmm. um and then and be that's one way of being prepared like you need to just kind of a bit of forethought about how because obviously we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, don't know next week, the week after, the week after that. We, we haven't got a clue. It could settle down in two weeks of time. Obviously, yeah. probably won't. But... And then suddenly business might be like, yeah, we need freelancers. We need this work and start outsourcing again. Like we don't know as of 3rd of April, if Premier League's going to start back up. Like, it's looking unlikely, like, isn't it? It's looking very unlikely, yes. But you, you just don't know. Like, it's like with the NHL and the playoffs. Like, we don't know if that's going to start back up in April for the playoffs. It looks very unlikely because I doubt any of them teams have trained. <laughs> I'm pretty sure none of the Premier Leagues are trained at the moment. Well, we know Oxlade Chamberlain isn't after the post yeah. <laughs> on social media today. Well, that's some pretty good skills. Um, <laughs> so it's it's a matter of like, what's what's going to happen if they pick up the Premier League in three weeks? None of the teams are trained. No, no, everyone's been banned from the training ground. So how's that going to work? Um, yeah. And um, on the last, sorry, on the last, but I've been prepared for it. I think if, if you're not, you know, obviously having being a freelancer and living paycheck to paycheck sort of thing, it's difficult. Um, you know, this is the time to have that sort of runway build up. Make sure, you, make sure you're make you ready for the next one if anything happens. If you have got any money left <laughs> before this yeah. before this problem, make sure you're ready for when, if a recession happens or use this as a learning experience for the next one when uh, the next mass hysteria breaks out. Um, make sure you've got those savings sorted and uh, you can live for three months or six months or nine months or you know, however long you want to save up for. Yeah, one of the concerns I have is maybe for like the younger freelancers and a lot of social media, digital, like um, content freelancers that create lots. Of, like you said, for um, uh, sorry, Copper Ninety and BT Sports mm-hmm. and stuff. But like, there's a lot of young guys in their early twenties that have never really experienced a recession or anything like this that can kind of pull on that to be like, right, well, this is what's going to happen. We know we can get through this. I'm going to be panicking a bit because their work has suddenly dried up. Yeah, because of it, and really not know where to go next. Maybe that some of these young guys have just got a mortgage, got a house, and then all of a sudden, that it's all going to a million, they're earning tons of money, and then all of a sudden, there's nothing. It's like, how are you going to deal with that? And so, yeah. well, concerns for them kind of guys, like, because we're in more of a des- design age where, um, so like when I started, like, you could go out and be a freelance draft the bat. But people weren't really looking at you because it wasn't digital content and such. Sound really old now. The internet wasn't really around when I was there. <laughs> or social media wasn't around. Um, but a lot of those guys are big within social media and creating graphics for social media and doing stuff for social media. And so we're, 
you didn't really have that back then. Sorry, I've lost my train of thought a little bit. But um, but now that's how they've. So we were trained traditionally. So we like we could go into basically magazines, layouts, and mock up things, logos, and stuff. Like that. But it's where these guys specifically generate digital content. That is, that essentially their craft. It's almost like another section of design sort of thing. Um, but if that's not there, then there is. But then there are saving grace to that is is esports and how that might rise out of <laughs> as a phoenix out of flames of this a little bit because that is still you don't need to be anywhere to do that so i mean like you'd be you can be in your room still be a sports guy and yeah. be a sports guy. and so, so there's going to there might be more of a rise in that where there's some of them content guys that are mainly social media based and young guys might be able to pick up work based from esports which would hope so. generate more stuff which i'd like to think like this might i said i posted a tw- uh, tweet um on friday saying that this might be the rise of esports a little bit because of there is no Content. I know I heard a funny thing the other day on Talk Sport saying that all the managers of the Premier League should play FIFA against each other for the remaining fixtures <laughs> to, to see who wins. See who wins. And it's like, which would be hilarious. Can you imagine Roy Hodgson playing FIFA? That would be brilliant. Um, it'd be awesome. And televise it because it'd be hilarious. Um, but could it, could it be that, like, because a lot of football teams have their own esports or FIFA teams? Yeah, yeah. Um, probably the soccer teams. So it's like, could be, could the focus for that change? to this to esports mm. to be like this is where we're going to get our sport watching these guys because I know FIFA competitions are usually pretty huge and they Twitter put them on Twitch and yeah, stuff yeah. and like they're, they're, they're thousands and thousands of followers and things so maybe like this is the could be the rise of that and then obviously that creates content opportunities and design opportunities for people that may have found that things have slowed down a bit to pick up that type of work as well yeah I think I think you'll see a, uh, a lot of the younger guys sort of my sort of age going towards the esports for now um, I always whilst... forget you a lot you're pretty young <laughs> <laughs> well it's, that's a good thing uh, but maybe you see if you're those like watching a lot more YouTube esports people but I, I can't see like the 50s 60s 70, even 70 80s year old football fans I can't see those guys really turning yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah it's a very much like my son's similar age to you which makes me sound really old um, <laughs> but he, he watches like YouTube channels of people yeah. playing games and things like that and that's the audience really because he grew up as a kid and so yeah. but I think and all the other kids coming up but maybe, maybe that like you said there is opportunity there for people to try and pick up that work but maybe sports teams are looking at you going we're not really struggling for money because we're still generating content we can still generate content we can put it out in the world people are going to watch it and it's not really going to hit us as much mm, because maybe. we can generate this content so um, but anyway maybe sponsorships and things but again they might have already made a fair bit out of that yeah and that's the other thing um uh, the sponsorship deals you have to they have to be done like if it was if some companies paid millions of pounds for uh yeah. for to, to be done and there's no football being played and they can't sort of do the deal either they lose a lot of money or they you know they somehow well that's something it's it it an interesting thing the other day about um how i know we keep reverting back to football but but yeah just sports in general <laughs> but maybe maybe but other, other sectors in general as well it's like if you've paid a lot so like Sky Sports, for example, they pay for the rights of the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Premier League's ended early. Are they going to mm-hmm. want that money back for the X amount of games that they're going to lose out on? And content same in BT Sports, are they going to ask for the money back that they've lost out on because the league hasn't happened and it's shut down? How's that going to affect teams then if they're having to cough up millions of pounds back to the Premier League and Sky because they haven't got the TV revenue coming in because yeah. the TV's, nothing's on telly. So it's like, there's all these like knock-on effects of what ifs, what ifs, what, what if this, like the sponsor, for example, the sponsor within a stadium 
suddenly like, well, why are we paying for this money when no one's watching the games and no one's going to see our sponsorship? How, no, or no fans are coming to the grounds. No one's going to see our sponsorship. How's that going to work? Mm. And maybe they want their money back because they pay by season rates, uh, uh, rate for a season. So how's that going to affect them? Like, are they going to say, nope, I want this money, like the last 30 days to a month's worth of money back um, because you haven't used, you haven't been promoting my sponsorship back yeah. programs and things like that. So it's always have a knock on effects that it could have as well. That's going to be really interesting to see actually. Um, and obviously then that causes yeah. a spinball effects to maybe designers and other people that they have them companies employ because they might be like, well, we're not getting this extra revenue from these people seeing this stuff and so forth and so forth and spirals out of control. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, everyone, everyone's going to be affected by it in some sort of way. Um, and I just, yeah, I just think, I just think it's about down. It's going to be down to the person. It's a bit like the survival of the fittest. It's going to be down to the designer to go out there and find something for themselves. It's yeah, not going to be given. Yeah. I think at this point, it's not going to be given to you. I think you have to go out there and, and find opportunities, look for opportunities, look for people that you can speak to, and try and sort of build something for them back. Yeah, almost like kicking the door a little bit. It's about like um, a bit of entrepreneurship, but being a bit like forceful of it as well. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe yeah. being like. Like, 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 kind of going back to how a lot of people maybe have already started, like just kicking in the door a bit, getting your foot in the door, and then getting work that way um, could affect certain things. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, I, I recently did a job for someone that, um, which was going to be attached to the Euros, which now I'm not, <laughs> but I'm in a situation where I need to find out if I'm going to get paid for it because that, like, waiting to finish invoicing it because we're not fully finished it's like well actually the hearing not happened now so it's like am i going to get the money for that work because technically i've done all the work yeah we're just waiting for the final phrase of it to finish off because it's like i can't invoice until that's done and it's like well am i going to get that money but again like i'm in a situation where i have a day job so i kind of it's kind of that kind of supports me yeah uh, that's a, yeah. So let's turn wrap this up. I mean, it's nearly an hour now. So yeah, has um, it been there already? Quite sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> people that's are so quickly. People are uh, probably fed up with talking about coronavirus, but it's interesting <laughs> to hear it from a from a design point of view and creative sort of point of view, and interesting to hear your thoughts on how um, how it's going to affect our industry, um, and one that's it is going to affect our industry and sort of already is. So uh, yeah, have you got any final thoughts before we um, sort of wrap up the show? Um, just people stay positive. Um, I know it sounds optimistic, but it will sort itself out. We can see already in China, it's starting to decrease and things are getting back to normal there. So we know that it is going to sort itself out. There might be some hard times still on the horizon, but stick, keep the faith, stick to it. And keep producing cool content to put on social media to make people happy because there's nothing better than scrolling through Instagram and finding cool shit to look at and to keep you inspired. So then you make you go and do make stuff as well. So Top advice. Just keep, just keep doing that. And keep it safe. Yeah. Top advice. Be careful with your money. Uh, that's my advice. As yes. Well. Yeah. So. Don't go spending and don't go stockpiling new rolls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got my hand sanitizer. Yeah. Double. Yeah. Uh, I've had that. That's that's lasted me ages actually. That's what I'm probably. Yeah, not they do because you don't need a drop. I, I've got this gel one that seems to have lasted only two years, and then all of a sudden, like we had to use it a fair bit. But yeah. But you can't get that stuff in love nor money either. So. No. Nope, exactly. Might be able to eBay that half a bottle for a lot of money. <laughs> Uh, yeah, wicked. Uh, thank you very much for doing the podcast. It's been a pleasure. Right, no worries, Hope people are staying good. safe out there. Um, and whilst you're on social media, whilst you're trying to look for opportunities, where can you go and find Mr. TSB Creative? Uh, you can find us on Instagram at uh, TSB Creative or Andy at TSB Creative. Um, find us on Twitter. I've been using Twitter more often recently. People can hear my nonsense. 
and my bad spelling because Twitter hates me trying to edit posts. Um, on Twitter, I think that's Andy TSB Creative as well. Um, Dribbles at Tortoiseshell Black. Mm, can't remember all the others. Got too many things with too many monikers. Um, yeah, but you can find me those places. I try to Instagram's mostly populated with football related art, which is just done for fun and for no real purpose other than my own enjoyment. Um, logo work you can see on Dribble and stuff. Nice. They want to see go. that things as well. I'll link them but down anyway. below. Um, Brickard, uh, keep surviving. I'll see you next week for another episode of the Creative Football Podcast. People. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Crazy Waffle Podcast. Hope you hope you enjoyed it. Hope you found it useful as well. This episode, especially um, with the coronavirus outbreak going on around the world, let me know your uh, story and uh, how you're dealing with it around the world uh, down below in the comments. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, please do um, like, share it around, leave a five star review on iTunes. Everything you know, already know what to do. Um, honestly would be really appreciated this week uh, trying to get a bit of love and, and life around uh, the design community we're feeling a bit blue um, so yeah if you could share it around uh, that'd be amazing and uh, help us out that'd be good also upcoming episodes of the podcast we'll have a listener uh, question at the end of the show where you guys can actually ask a question if you DM us with a question it could be about a random topic it could be about the upcoming guest um, just DM in with a question a little voice message like Matt Roth did in this episode and we'll play it to the guest on live of the episode the upcoming guests for the podcast are on our Instagram uh, the Instagram highlight with all the Creative Waffle upcoming guests um, planned recordings so you can just DM a question about them uh, or a random question and it'll get featured on one of the episodes um, yeah, thank you very much and I'll see you uh, next week for another episode of the Creative Waffle podcast stay safe and hopefully listen next week see you then